That was a righteous clap. Thank you. Very nice. <clears throat> righteous clap, bro. It was alright. It was okay. <laughs> you Fine. lose. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, God. Let's, all right. let's, get, let's get her done. Think of a think of a good intro. I can't. You got nothing, huh? I got nothing. nothing. I think you guys need to step up a little bit. No, I'm good. But that's why you, and I, I dare I say it now, you lead this channel. Yes. I and so we, as the followers... <laughs> Expect you to have a stellar opening mm. every single time we I'm, record anything. I'm not following. You just can't get rid of me. I'm like a bad stain. That's true. <laughs> well, you pretty much turned into the third, yeah, the third wheel power trip. I, yeah. Oh yeah, that too. I, that's what I, meant. <laughs> I, I was, oh, God, I was keeping hurts. it. I, I was keeping it respectful, and then you just you you went right there. You oh, went right man. there. Respect it for suckers. <laughs> I pity the fool. Hey, the fool. What the hell's happening right now? He's having a heart attack. Yeah, I see that. No, that'd be a part. I guess, I guess we're not going to have to worry much longer about this third wheel. No. No. It's, gone. it's, it's a shame we didn't make the bet with him. It's going flat. Yeah. It's going, yeah, flat line. <laughs> <laughs>
it's a bit of a culture shock, or culture. It's a bit of a shock to the system when when things happen that you weren't, you're not expecting. Dude, yeah. at this point, you can say spoilers. Well, no. It's been I, how many fuck, years? There is no spoilers. There's this no game's spoilers. Been out for yeah. three or four. Yeah, years. there's no spoilers at this point. No, but like when you're up on top of Shinra Tower, or the Shinra thing, and mm-hmm. Sephiroth kills Barrett, but then Barrett's not dead because they can't kill Barrett because time. Wait, in the remake, they kill him. Yeah, yeah. It's... Did he die in the original? No. no. Oh. Well, but he also doesn't stay dead in the remake. No, no. Like they, the t- fate does not allow him to die. So it. So they, then they, what was then? What was dude, the point of of killing him? It's. The, the whole point of this game is it's not a... They didn't go in and just do a one-to-one like remake. No, I understand that. It, this is basically a rebirth of the entire We're, story. And, of course, nobody knows anything because they still haven't explained jack shit. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those. There's these oh, okay. things... What do they call them? Whispers or whatever? Mm. Guardians They look of like fate Dementors. Pretty oh. fucking much. Huh. They're like exactly like Dementors. But like the final battle is absolutely insane. Like you're in like some weird alternate rift thing, and Sephiroth's flying around. You got to kick Sephiroth's ass, but there's also this big harbinger of fate. That thing it's that splits into three. It's completely bonkers. Huh. Like and it it's it makes no sense. Well, and there are characters alive who were dead in the original. Yeah. Hmm. So it's confusing, and I can see why some people are upset oh, okay. because this now. It's not a remake anymore. It's, no, it's, it's it's a reimagining. It's a reimagining yeah. at that point. But yeah. it also brings into question: Are they going to keep Aerith dead? Or Aerith? No, Aerith dead. Oh, okay. Because they could do is, they could do whatever they want. Yeah. That was one of the most iconic moments in I would say video game history. Was when Aerith, Aerith getting killed by Sephiroth in City of the Ancients. To be honest, uh. I think what they should do is kill her. But there was, like, the whole... They were going to, I think, at one point have a story like a Chrono thing where you could resurrect her. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. kill her and still have that scene, but then have the optional thing of where you can resurrect her. See, I don't think they'll make it optional. Well, that's... Yeah, that's probably... I think they're going... They're, they're going to kill her because they kind of have to. Killing her kind of kicks off a lot of the story. But I think she'll come back. Which... I hate... The thought of death being inconsequential. It's the reason I hate comic books. It's the reason I hate a lot of things. Like Dragon Ball Z, I used to love. But when death is more of an inconvenience, what's the point? Like, well, who cares? And that's, well, there are characters dying left or right, and then they fly past Dragon Path, and then are revive their life like alive again. I'm like, what the fuck was the point? That's what... It, it takes away the impact when it doesn't sit. Or, like, in the case of, like, them killing Barrett, and then Fate says, like, nope, we can't allow you to die, so you're you're coming back. It's like, it's, yes, like you said, it's more of an inconvenience. It diminishes the quality of the sacrifice, and when you boil it down, it's like, it didn't make one lick of difference if you died or didn't die, because it's now, like... You literally strayed a little bit, and then you got right back in your lane. Yeah. It's, it, it's just, yeah... Well, that, I don't. I don't like stories like that. I don't like stories that rely on, like, oh, you're fated to do this. I don't like the idea, the concept of fate to begin with, mm. like that this was predetermined because that's completely stupid to me. Mm. Even any storytelling like that to me is just dumb. Even though that's like ninety five percent of RPGs. <laughs> yeah. But like I don't know. Like I like the RPGs where you can ignore it. Like yeah, you're fated to be 
the hero, but you can say, eh, fuck it, and not do it. Look at half of the damn Sky, or the Morrowind, or, uh, Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the hero if you don't want to. Well, Fable was like that, too. Yeah, yeah. like, you could be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's... Uh, Knights of the Old Republic oh, was right. like that, yeah. but even even in those, even when you are the bad guy, you still end up like mm. not much changes. Not really. I suppose you take down the bad guy, but then you kind of take over. What, what was the one that did that? Where that you... was uh, Force Unleashed. Yeah. In one of the in one of the endings, yeah, you basically become the uh, like the new Vader. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Oh. See, I like things like I like things like they that. did. I I want to say they did a force unleashed, a uh, force force unleashed. Wow, wow, that's tough to say. Um, an ultimate Sith edition, mm-hmm. and so on the cover of it, it actually Tim shows the power armor. Yeah, it, it mm. shows him as like in that that Sith suit. Oh, wow. So, but yeah, uh, the story's wonky, but I'm excited because I think they said the next part comes out next year, or do they tease? No, they end of end, this year. End of this year. Winter of this year, I believe. That's right, because Crisis Core came out last yeah. last December. Actually, you it, it it may be this year, but you will be happy to find out that when the game does come out, it is in the PC port. <laughs> Sick. Sick reference. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. I love that so much. That was much. the greatest They were ever. so pleased with themselves. Like, oh, you are finally getting the Final Fantasy you want. It's a portable PC. God. And it was <laughs> horrible from what I remember. That's up there with the Diablo developers. Don't you have a phone? Oh, God. What was that? Uh, Diablo Immortal? Yeah. That was when they were talking about the, yeah, the, the one for... Uh, yeah, or iPhone and uh, was iOS yeah. or Android, yeah, yeah, yeah. Android, Android and iOS, yeah. Because everybody thought it was going to be Diablo Four. Yeah, they thought they were making that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they they hyped it's, it up. Everyone's like, "All right, it's Diablo Four. It's Diablo Four. Diablo and then Immortal. Everyone, and then like <laughs> mobile game developed with, and everyone's like, "Are you fucking kidding? I hate it. What? I hate when they and, then, and then the one. Don't you all have a phone? Yeah. And then the developer <laughs> on stage had the gall to say, "It's like, really." Granted, I can't be mad at them. They made a shit ton of money fucking doing it. Though. Well, exactly. That's why they do they it. Had, they had the whales that went yeah. in and, and just paid for tons well, and tons of stuff. And it's like, why? Well, and you have that much money, just give me. Well, and that's what <laughs> same actually... Thing. <laughs> that's what actually kind of drives me nuts about it, too, is in the sense that people get upset, like, why are you doing this? Why are you putting your resources towards a mobile game versus uh, Diablo 4, which is what we want? And yes, it is true. That's what the gamers have wanted for, uh, what was it, over a decade? That was quite some time. I mean, time. It, was, it was a long time. But monetarily speaking, they're going to make a crap ton more off of the mobile game with less development costs, less total time that it's going to take them to like throw it all together. Well, especially with the and original so version they showed, which was just a reskin of another game. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah. God. So, but I mean, it's... You, you can't really fault them for that when it's like, sorry, would you rather have $100 to keep 10 people happy, or would you rather have like $100,000, and yeah, you'll, you may upset some people, but you're gonna make... Yeah. 200, 300 people happy. It's like, obviously, it's a win-win on the other side, even though the the minority doesn't really feel that same well, way. Well, to be honest, no matter how much the, like, the gaming communities bitch about 
games with like microtransactions and stuff, they still fucking spend all that money on yes, them. Yes, they do, and that's the oh, thing too. Yeah, you could bitch all you want about microtransactions. Well, guess what? This the, the, when it finally becomes not profitable, they'll stop doing it. Until then, complain all you want, but they're all, they're gonna keep on doing it. Yeah, because it still keeps selling. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Diablo Four, I know Kevin's played the Diablo Four beta. Yeah. How's that, buddy? It's good. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying the gameplay. Um, it has some technical issues, but it's an early beta build. I'm hoping they won't be issues when the game launches. Mm -hmm. The one thing I know that'll probably be an issue on launch is the server stability and queue times. I mean, freaking Destiny had that issue. Outriders had that yeah. issue. Like any game that's that's an always online has that issue at launch and. None of these companies seem to learn from previous companies screwing it up, so... Why it's server-based irritates... That uh, irritates me. Part of it is kind of MMO light. It's weird. So, like, when you're running around in the open areas, you'll run into other players. Stupid. Yeah. They should just... I mean, if, if people want to do that, fine. But, like, give me an offline mode. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, it, that was my thoughts, too. Like, it, it's not like it was with... Uh, what was wasn't one of that one of the big issues with Outriders was the fact that their loot roll system was server, server based yeah. instead of in the game. Yep, and that was why they had so many issues to begin with. I would assume this is not like that. Most most games like that of that style aren't. I don't know. It's but, it's just weird, especially with the the backlash that Diablo three got when they were like, it, you know, it's online only, and it's like, well. Yeah, it was online only for PC, then they released the console version, which wasn't online only. So, it's like, you kind of lied there. It doesn't need to be online only. No. Right. So, it's like, eh. Not a big fan of games that do online only. No. Because then you basically, even if you buy a physical copy of the game, you never truly own it. Because right. you only own it as long as those servers are on. And yeah. I can guarantee you, they're not going to be on for... An infinite amount of time. Diablo 2 still has servers from Blizzard. Right, but... Uh, yeah, like, but and that released in, what, 1992? No. Or 96? I think it was 96. Yeah. MMOs in general are like that. Like, it, you, I don't even think you can even go back and play Destiny 1. There'd be nobody on. So it's like... Well, but, and, well, what, and that's what do you the thing, do too, it? is even, even though the server might be on, yes, you may have your dedicated people who are still playing, but you have... You run into ten people... Versus you run into There's a thousand people. Thousands of people that play Diablo two still. It's ridiculous because Diablo three came out. There was such a backlash that a large chunk of the community Just stayed went right back to stayed Diablo with Diablo two until mm -hmm. years after Diablo three was getting updates. Uh, but there's no like official servers for two, correct? Yeah, there are. Is there? They still have like oh, okay. seasonal ladder rankings and everything. I didn't know if there. Mm. Well, that that could also be too because like didn't the remake or re-release of it come out not that long ago? Yeah. For current gen, so I mm. mean, there's still a clamoring for it. But like I said, games like Destiny One. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck's gonna go back and play that? That no, game is exactly. lost to yeah. obscurity. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like. Yep. There's. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it when it when it was out, but now it's other stuff. What do I do with the disc? It's, it's like just Anthem. a paperweight. Anthem yeah. was the same way. A Anthem, it's yeah. a fantastic game. Enjoyed it. You can't find anybody to play it. The servers probably don't even work. No, they're done. They shut mm -hmm. down. Or what was that one that Square Enix did now? Babylon's Fall. Yeah. That game was out for a full year, and that was it. 
it, and that was it. And, and they, 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 they were like, everything. this didn't do shit. They said the, the, the sales were flopped. dismal. The oh, game was wow. a complete and utter failure. So the people who did like it were screwed. Yeah, they said <laughs> servers are shutting down. I want to say they shut down last month. Something like that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, and I mean, the game wasn't that bad. It wasn't great. No, but, but at the same time, it's if I like a game, even though it didn't do well, if there is an offline play where I can continue playing it, and I'm not forced to have to log in, or it's mm. like I get taken down as a result of nobody else liking it, then that's what I like. Imagine if like Fantasy Star Online would yeah. have been like that. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That that game had an offline, but that game also had a local co-op. Yes, thing. it did. Yeah. So it's like that, but but that's because couch thing. co-op was a big thing at that time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it's like I I don't I'm with you. I yeah. hate server-based I games. Can't, yeah, I, it's it's just, it's unreliable. Right. And especially if you don't have internet, or like, internet's down for some reason, then or guess what, you're not getting online. some asshole decides to target their servers and knock them offline. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's happened how many times with like, with uh, I know it happened with Destiny at one point where... It happened with Outriders, I think, for like, a while. Like, the people were just like, aha, people are enjoying this, let's screw with it. No, oh, jeez. Yeah. It, it irritates me because mm-hmm. uh, what was that one game that came out too by Ubisoft? Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising uh, requires yeah. an internet connection, requires you to log into Ubisoft's thing. It's a purely single-player game. <laughs> there is no multiplayer. Why? why? Why do I need an internet connection? Yeah, why do you need an internet connection at that point? You're not and even it, interacting with anybody. And in six years, you're probably not even going to be able to play that fucking game. Nope. Because there's not going to be anything to connect. But what's the point? Mm-hmm. Why did you make this game then? If you, it just it boggles yeah. my mind. Yeah, I hate this era. It's questionable, like some of their decisions. Yeah, it's like, like that. I love this era of games, but I hate it at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, yeah. And this particularly is why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yep. Kevin, anything else with Diablo Four beta? I know you. I pre-ordered it for you. Pre-ordered it for you for your birthday. Yeah, I like. So other than like the the so my only issue so far have been like server queue. Which is stupid. It annoys the hell out of me. I just want to play Diablo by myself and not be bothered. Yeah. Um, there was weird, like, rubber banding issues where, like, you would run, get a certain amount of distance, and then the game would just automatically reset you back a certain amount. That's weird. Because server lag. Oh. Or, like, I would be moving through town too fast and it would jump me back and then finally spawn in all the NPCs and stuff. Oh, huh. So it was, there was issues with that, which I hope is not an issue with the final game, but who knows... But they introduced, like, a dodge mechanic that's got, like, a five or six second cooldown. But they designed combat around using it. Ew. Oh, that's not good. It's like, why is the the cooldown on it so long if if you're designing these moves that I'm supposed to use it to get away from or to move through enemies and stuff like that? It's like, I don't want it spammable where I can just keep rolling like in The Legend of Zelda. Mm -hmm. But, like... Have it so it charges up like three uses and then like has to recharge or yeah and then or re- hits the re- the yeah the or re- reduce the amount of time it takes to recharge down to like two and a half or three seconds would be more reasonable but yeah you know, like the five or six that it is currently is just dumb yeah that that's so bizarre well, especially and, for a Diablo game yeah. to have a dodge mechanic well Diablo three did on the consoles did it really yeah I don't remember if that. you flick the right analog stick you roll. Oh. Wasn't in the PC version, only in the console version. Ah, PC, PC Master Race can suck it. PC, like they actually, the, they, the developers liked the mechanic enough that they were oh. like, "All right, we'll you know incorporate it into the next game." But yeah, 
But it's just such an odd choice. Yeah. I don't know. That, that, especially to have a cooldown like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, there was a game that had, like, you had so many moves and then you could, then it had to recharge. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what... Wizard mm-hmm. of Legend, maybe? It feels right. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, there's plenty of games that have done it over the years. Yeah. But it's not, like, character. you can actually customize the characters now. Hey. They're not the preset, oh, if you're going to play the Sorceress, well, you're that, you look like that. And then your equipment all, changes how you look. Yeah, and all characters can now be male or female, and then you get to customize them with certain cosmetic stuff. And I know the male-female thing was, was that started in 3? Yeah. Because I know 2 you couldn't change back yeah. and forth, but I know 3 you could change between the genders. Um, That's cool, you can customize them, though. The only other thing I'm worried about is that... They are having some form of, like, battle passy thing, but it's supposed to only unlock cosmetic stuff, I guess. Oh, okay. Kind of like... And then there's going to be an actual, like, like money shop to buy cosmetic stuff, which that kind of has me going, eh. Hey, better than a season model. Yeah. I would rather much... I would rather, rather have that than this well, game is free to play, but you have to pay for, like, oh, seasons. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that, that shit, that, like, Destiny 2 ended up doing. Yeah. Which is yeah. why I fell off that game hard. Well, the uh, what was it the uh, the twenty thirteen version I think of uh, Killer Instinct did that too. Really? Where it was it was a season model. It Ugh. was I don't know if it was necessarily free to play. I I am pretty sure it was. It's just that it was you, you paid in via seasons. I hate it. Yeah. I hate that model. It, mm-hmm. it to me it, it's ruined games. Well, it's because instead of buying a $60 flat rate game and then enjoying it and playing all you want, you're ending up, like, if you want to keep playing it, you're going to be spending a hell of a lot more than the $60 that you would have paid for the and physical disc. constantly game. having to re-grind for stuff. Yeah. That's what Destiny 2 pissed me off with, is the fact that you do all this progress to get through this thing in this season, and then the season resets, you're basically back to yeah. square one. Mm-hmm. Now i got to do all of this again, and See, it drives me nuts. Diablo 3, I think, handled seasons right, because it did, like, they would do, like, thematic seasons where they would introduce new mechanics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, at the end of the season, that character would get shifted from a seasonal character to a normal character, so you don't lose anything on the character. Mm, and then for the new season you'd have to start a new character with and they would introduce new like new armor sets and stuff like that so there was always Mm. there was always at least a reason to play through and it was quick enough so Mm, mm -hmm. Mm. but yeah all right anything else kevin gameplay wise no it's it's pretty good i know it looks gorgeous it looks good so this has been a long time so this is the beta yeah it's open for just the, the beta users. Sun, it ends Sunday. Um, ends, ends Sunday. They're going to take all of that. When is it uh, going live then? June, I believe. It's in June. It releases. Okay. releases on June 6th, okay. I want to say. So they'll take probably whatever the whatever they get from the beta results, and then they've got three months to really polish fix those, stuff polish and, it, yeah. and fix the glitches and all the stuff. So, so who knows? Yeah. That dodge mechanic might be changed. I was going to say, well, maybe they'll get enough complaints. This that, version is a changed from the previous, not... The beta that happened last week, but there was a an exclusive one. I don't remember when, but the roll mechanic used to be a little bit different in that version, and they changed it to this. Mm. So weird. Yeah, because mm. there was backlash, like in one of the trailers or something, where people were like, "Oh, it looks like the person's just spamming the roll," and no, 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 no. So they were like, "Fine, we'll add a cooldown." It's like. <laughs> You know, yeah. you took it from one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll find the sweet spot by yeah. June, you know? Because, I mean, that's 
that's kind of the nice thing about when they do demos and betas and stuff like that is when they actually listen. Yeah. Because I remember Outriders when we played the demo, and it was questionable. <laughs> <laughs> But we saw the potential in it. I, I think we actually did a power cast on it, you yeah. and I. No, well, you mean Adam. Yeah. And uh, by the time the game released, they polished it up really well. Yeah. And it ended up being a really good game. I don't, mm. I don't know how well World Slayer did. I did. If, I don't even know if people even play it still. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know anyone who ended up picking up the expansion. As much as I wanted to play through it, I don't know anyone who did. Yeah, I think my brother Adam did. Uh, but I, I don't think I did. I well, didn't. I, I know I didn't yet, but maybe maybe at some point I will when I'm into that game again. Hmm. When I'm sick of other RPGs. <laughs> uh, Alright, so Paul, what have you been playing? Um, so as of right now, um, so I've been playing a little bit of everything, but main game, um, Pokemon Scarlet. Yeah? Actually, I got, yeah, I got into it, um, and I am I'm I'm liking it. I actually like what they've done with some of the uh, some of the stuff. I surprisingly because I, I thought that you either it was you or Kevin were saying that you were you didn't necessarily like the like the Pokemon that you ride as like your like your vehicle. Oh, like ride on or yeah. ride on. No, I, I enjoy and I it. and I actually I like the idea of it, and especially when you battle the or you do the Titan matches. And then he gains the like the, the additional abilities, abilities to yeah. like to jump, to uh, to glide, to yeah, climb, climb up walls. Sprint. It's like it literally almost feels like they put Stay an jumps. element of of Metroidvania into oh, the yeah. into the game. Kind of because there's certain areas where it's like I couldn't get to, or it was taking me just an ungodly long time to get around because that map is really expansive. It's massive. And in fact, that was actually one of my like initial gripes is I'm like, this map is like way too big. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's literally taking me like 20 minutes to get to an area where I thought was like, oh, it's not that far away, but then I, like, I can't do anything. I can't like... There's no straight path to sun. Exactly. Yeah. So once you get all those abilities, it, it really makes things easy. Although I do still miss the, the ability to fly, but I mean... Who knows? Maybe no. There's happen. there's quick flies. Is there? If you yeah, open your travel. if oh, you okay. open your map, like any of the Pokemon centers, you can just fast travel to immediately. Okay. If really? you've been to them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. There's know also that. other huh. like other like towns and stuff you can just teleport right to. Oh, okay. Well, and I've I've been like, I, I don't know why, but this is the first time when I uh, while playing it, it's like every new Pokemon that I'm finding, I'm trying to catch it. So yeah, I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I did that a lot. My my Pokedex so far is like I think I've got. A hundred and at least a hundred and fifty Pokemon that I've caught, mm -hmm. and I've probably seen over two hundred. But yeah, um, this was by far probably the easiest gen to to fill out the decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say because nothing seems like it's overly difficult to find or difficult right. to come across. Um, I've been reading that there's like some variants of the Pokemon that are a little bit harder. Like there's like a Taurus that um, oh the Tauros with the different Tauros with the different yeah. forms. Like the two different forms, the water and the fire, uh, fire are the hard ones to find. Yeah. So um, which I actually like the Tauros forms. I think that was actually pretty clever. I didn't even know they were different types. Yeah. I thought I he was either. just straight fighting. I didn't know he was fight, fighting water. Fighting yeah, he fire could be. Yeah, he could be one one of yeah. I, was like, I that's even pretty badass. I even like the the design of him. How he's yeah. like all black and stuff. So he's actually in my team. <laughs> um, Who did you take for a starter? I'm, I'm curious. 
Uh, uh, Flick Coco. Yeah. Of course. He is so fucking adorable. That is what sold me. I yeah. could not I could not decide <laughs> if I wanted fire because I'm like, you know what? Andy is probably making fun of me because he's he's like, you're gonna pick fire. I know you're gonna pick fire. I, and so I'm like, okay, I gotta I, I wanna pick something else other than fire. And so I kept going back like, okay, the water Pokemon he's or no. It was I, I almost picked grass. Because I did, like Sprigatoto? Yeah, because Tito. because I because I think it was it was a cat too. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my god, it's a Michi and it's cute. Um, the water, I was like, this is the first game where I looked at that Pokemon and I'm just like, I have no interest in you whatsoever. I think a lot of people felt that way. Quaxley, I think he's got funny. that stupid pompadour. Like, what? It, Why? <laughs> it's odd. His evolutions are odd. Yeah. But um, every time I looked at Foycoco, I'm just like, oh my god, you no, mean, it's, I have to go with fire. It's like, it, it has nothing to do with fire. It has to do with you are freaking adorable. Those memes I shared between the three of us every every time with Foycoco, they finally make more sense now. Yeah. They? He is just so derpy, but he's so he adorable. Is. And I, I actually really like Skeledurge. His oh, and, and yeah, yeah, I've already got Skeledurge, too. Yeah. And it's, I, I like the fact that he is fire ghost type mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like physical attacks where it's just like oh, they don't Skel- Skeledurge is unaffected I'm like yeah. oh my god like yeah. how could they have made fire stronger than in previous generations it's like well they found a way to make it stronger by making uh, some attacks are yeah n- like don't even affect him surprisingly though that I think g- everything is balanced though it's the ghost counterpart good. really doesn't do a whole lot of anything I've no. noticed no. ghost in general like if you look at it, doesn't really affect anything, other than mm. it just can't be hurt by like physical moves. Yeah, it's really not super effective on anything. No, it's really not. It's not. And even to be honest, like his fire part doesn't isn't like super broken. Op. No. Yeah. No. It's honestly, not. none of the starters really felt that way. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even fairy, like in in uh, sword and shield. Yeah, fairy type was abundant. I used fairy a lot. Mm-hmm. I love the fairy type. I think I used Hatterene mm-hmm. in in Sword and Shield, but um, it felt like a lot of fairy types did a lot of things because I think that one was pretty dragon heavy too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like in this one, fairy felt more stifled. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it was okay, but there. Sh- oh, what's her name with the giant hammer? That was fairy steel. Oh, Tinkaton. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh awesome. Tinkaton and Tinkatuff. Yeah, Tinkaton's my favorite. I love I love is, steel. Oh, so there oh so there is a, an evolution yeah. to Tinkatuff? Tinkatike, Tinkatuff, and then Tinkaton. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That's a little pink thing with a giant hammer. With a giant hammer. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. That I've kills seen... Corviknights. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what it does for fun. It shoots them out of the sky with the hammer. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then makes bigger <laughs> hammers out of the Corviknight steel. Oh, my God. That's pretty pretty obscene. That's, Pokemon's are really dark. Yeah, ones. that's pretty yeah. messed up. Yeah, but and oh. I love steel. I love fairy types. Those are my... T- if I was... A leader, I would either be steel or fairy because mm-hmm. I fucking love those types. But well, that's well the the darkness nature. That's why still to this day, actually, believe it or not, XY is still one of my favorite like story wise yeah. favorite games of the entire series because people had always had that idea that that indication that the Pokemon world might be a little bit darker than they they realize. The mm-hmm. Pokedex like, all the way back to Gen 1 was dark. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I I understand that, but it's just like, why are like all the people in, in town, like, why are they all kids? And why are there so many Pokemon? And they keep making comments to, like, Pokemon War and stuff like that, and XY, they, like, they spelled out, like, yeah, there was basically the equivalent of a world war yeah. like, with humans and Pokemon, and literally, like, 
people got wiped out. It's, yeah. So I just I really like that dark nature, but um, but the game itself it's it's really good. My I think the only gripe that I have is just I love that it is open world where there's there's really no right or wrong way to start something or which um which story arc you want to go after whether it's the team star stuff yeah. whether it's the titans or whether it's the badges the gyms, so yeah. the yeah so the 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 gems or what's his face yeah he, he's got all three who's his face there's only the three it's just the three Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, the yeah the team star, team the star. You're trying Arvin, to, yeah. And then oh, okay. Arvin is the is the Titans. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so he's yeah, trying to right. rescue. He's trying that's to rescue right. his his pup. No! Yeah, his pup oh, is adorable. That made me cry. That almost made me cry too. <laughs> the with the last one, yeah. when he thought that it didn't work. I'm yeah. I'm just like, I I I started feeling myself welling up. I'm like, no, no, I can't. No, uh, uh-uh, uh. I couldn't care I less can't. about the people, but they're yeah. damn dark. No. I was like, no. I love the fact that he's not only is he adorable, but his face is always grumpy. Yeah. I was like, he's the best. And then, and then when he actually like started getting better, and I'm just like, oh my god, yes, this game is the best. <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, I I like that it's open like that. But I I actually just I just realized like I I found out while I'm playing it in any way that you want where I've I've only tackled I think four gyms. And I've done a couple of the Team Star bases, but then I focused on the Titan matches because I like the fact that it's like this is going to open up my yeah. ability to get anywhere on the map. So then um, I noticed that the last Titan match that I went up against was the the, the False Dragon. Oh, and, the, the big uh, doe. God, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's do, the big the wrong fish. Doe. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. not a, it's not a dragon. It's a fish, and then it's right. the sushi thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, he had like they they were getting tougher and tougher. He was, and then he was kind of tough. But I was able to handle that. Then after that, it's like okay. Then Arvin says like thanks for helping me. Um, now they're talking about going into the the, the crater, crater of of Paldea. And so he's like, "Well, first let's do let's have a battle so that we can see if uh, what? No, keep going. I don't like the fact that you're smiling because you know exactly what I'm gonna say. I'm hoping it's what I hope you're gonna say. So, as he wanted to battle to see if he was ready to go in, and sure enough, it's the first time in any series. Paul, I, did you lose? I did. did you lose? I did. Oh my god, I lost too. I did. <laughs> I got my ass kicked, and I'm like. <laughs> It's amazing, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, okay, does this mean that I wasn't supposed to like just jump right to all the titans? Was I supposed to go through no. the badges? Like he was tough. He really he was. was a hard fight. He really was. I think I I could have stood a better chance had I had a few more revives because I actually I forgot to buy more, and so I only had like two or three mm-hmm. left. Um, did he catch you off guard too? It did. So your guys probably weren't healed up, or were they? Uh no for the oh well, no they weren't they weren't healed up completely That's, yeah I had plenty of heals it's just that like every single attack that he was doing super effective was basically super effective a lot of his attacks were like ground yeah or rock or uh, water maybe he used a hell of a lot of ground fucked me up. used a lot of earthquake a lot of like yep. uh, ground quakes and stuff yep, same um, with me that's exactly how I lost like. Five out of my six Pokemon were weak to ground. Yeah, I was not prepared. <laughs> I was I, I was at least able to make it to his last Pokemon. Yeah, to to the the uh, Master the Mbastif. Yeah, yeah, Mbastif, um, or Mas- Mastabaf, whatever his name is. It's yeah, he's yeah. a Mastiff. 
Um, but yeah, he ended up just kind of taking me out and I'm like, I, wow, I, okay. So I think I'm just going to focus now <laughs> on the badges and yeah. maybe I should try to go back. Cause I, I thought for all intents and purposes, my Skeledurge is at like 58. And now is where you're going to real, you're going to see the downside of the design of the game. And I'm seeing, yes. yeah. And I'm seeing like my, uh, all my other Pokemon are like high 40s, low 50s. So I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm strong enough. And then I got to him and every one of his Pokemon were in the 60s. And I'm like, what did I forget to do? Yeah. Why Why are my Pokemon not on the same level as his? That, like Mine were at, like, if what? not one or two levels lower, and I got destroyed. And so I was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, so at first I was like, okay, I really, yes, I was not supposed to go in this order because obviously I am grossly underpowered from where he is. Mm -hmm. So... But now it's good to know that, like, nope, that had no bearing on it. It wouldn't It wouldn't have made a difference. I kind of cheesed him. Did you? So, I had the level 75 fucking Lucario. <laughs> I kicked the shit out oh, of him. Geez. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I found, I found um, a Lucario down in one of the caves. It was mm -hmm. one of the, uh, the Terrastalize alternate typings. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. And he was like, I, I went into the battle with him. And I, yeah, he was like level 70, 70 or 75. Oh, jeez. How did and he I, even stand a chance? Yeah. He was basically kicking the shit out of my Pokemon, and I basically burned him and just kept putting oh. him to just sleep. Kept, yeah, just kept doing what you could. Yeah. And then whittled him down until I got to yellow, and then I managed to catch him. That is wow. that is he the one thing, He though. doesn't really listen when I was fighting, so I mean, there's <laughs> that. That is one of the things, though, with the with the Terrastacized, um, Terrastal, yeah, yeah, yeah. those Pokemon, I love the fact that if you do go up against them, and it asks you if you want to catch him. You could throw whatever Pokeball you want. And but no, no, gonna... I'm not talking about. It's not one of the dungeon ones. Not the race. He was one of the one guys just walking around the world. Oh, seriously? Yeah, he was down in the cave systems that's underneath that. Oh, everything. and he was just walking around. Oh, yeah. Well, either... he's one oh, of the ones with the pillars okay. of light that you walk around. Yeah, you, it, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's yeah, not one he of those, wasn't he's one, of the, not one of the raid bosses. battles. Okay, right, right. But the yeah, but I, I like the raid bosses where it's where mm -hmm. it's like it doesn't matter what po like what ball you throw. It's you're basically guaranteed to catch the Pokemon. For the most part, yeah. I don't think I think I've only missed one. I I was gonna say I, I've never missed a single one. Yeah, I um, I know in Sword and Shield that was a problem where like yeah. you would do all that stuff to get through that battle and then you still miss them. Yeah, you're like get the fuck out of here. And you basically only had like the one chance. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the raid battles I thought were kind of interesting. Anyway, the raid battles but... were no different to me than they were in Sword and Shield, though. So Just I that was the, like, the timing thing is weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's very. It's odd. almost like it's real time, yet it's not real time. Yeah, it's because That's it's strange. still turn based. So it's yeah, it's 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 interesting. But I would say for the most part, I'm I'm honestly I'm enjoying the game a lot more. Well, I mean. I was looking forward to it, but I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would, which Same. I already had high expectations. Yeah, I, I so. actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would, which mm -hmm. we'll actually talk about this in depth in a, in a Pokemon Power Cast. Sure, sure. But, I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you, you're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, let's see. And then, yeah, and then other than that, I've, uh, I've just been, uh, as you guys are aware, and I'm sure that everybody else is aware at this point, although it's going to be closed by the time that we released this mm. um the the virtual stores the e-shops for the 3ds and the uh wii. wii u are closing on uh march 27th which is uh on monday hmm. or a monday and uh so i've just been going through and buying everything that i can in order to uh, uh just so that i can have it and yeah I, I won't have any regrets once those stores close yeah i can see that i know a lot of people are are doing that right now mm -hmm. 
Especially since a lot of those games, you know, were digital only. Yeah. And yeah. once they're gone, I mean, they're yeah. gone. And they're gone. You're not going to be able to pick yep. it up. It's one of the things I hate about the digital age. Yep. You know, how many great, even indie games, are, are going to be lost to time when these stores close? Well, I was telling, I was uh, talking to somebody about that because it's like, I, I love, I, I, I appreciate the age of digital because yeah. it allows people to own a lot of games if they don't have a lot of space to manage like an actual physical, oh, physical video game space. Yes, physical yes, space yes, yes, yes. so it's like if you live in a small apartment if you live in a small house and you just don't have the space to have like this this huge video game collection that you want you can still buy digital and have a really nice library of everything but it's literally just like yeah it, it literally takes up your entertainment center and I, I appreciate that fact but exactly that is the second that the shops close the second that the servers go down or that the servers close that's it it's it's gone so you never truly own if it's a digital copy you're not buying it you're basically renting it for an an indefinite amount of time until you no longer own it yeah and that's what i don't I, i i will always i will always want physical over digital likewise or games that support single player. Yes, because like we like we talked about before, yeah. Anthem was a great game, and I'd still love to play it. Yeah, I don't think you can anymore. No, no. once so the servers shut down, it was done. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's like it's it's a stupid concept to me. Mm-hmm. And I, like I'll give digital one thing. It's like when games release, you can get it immediately. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes preload them. Uh, yeah, you can preload them. So that once once the game turns on, you have it. It's downloaded. Mm-hmm. It's ready to go. Whereas yeah. opposed to how many times now have I pre-ordered a game from GameStop or Target or whatever, Amazon, and I don't get it until next week, mm-hmm. even though it's been out already. Like, uh, yeah. I pay for shipping to get it day one, and I'm getting it, like, day five. I'm like, come on. I remember that with Metroid Dread. Yeah. Uh, you you pre-ordered it months and months in advance for to have it on day one. And I literally just went out and bought it day one and was able to play it. And you were, you literally had, I think it was like a week later, you finally yeah. got it. It's been happening with a lot of games yeah. recently. And it irritates me because it's like, why am I paying for the shipping that I'm not getting it? Well, it's. Which I understand, you know, whether well, the mail system's not great. Well, it's funny, but, is I don't know if it's necessarily, if it's still because of supply chain issues. I'm not 100% sure about that, but. Um, Resident Evil 4, the remake, just came out on PS5, and I, I was looking for it for you when you you asked if I could pick it up for you. Yeah. I actually ended up going to three or four different stores really? looking for it. So at first, I went to Target. Target didn't have it. Wow. So, which is not surprising, because Target has really not been carrying video games like they used to. Not Not in store. No. So they'll probably have it online, but yeah. I, I, you know me, I'm I'm old fashioned. Same. I like I like going to a store to pick up a, a physical copy. Um, I went to Walmart, and Walmart didn't. They were uh, completely out. Mm. Like they had, I wow. they had already sold out. They probably only got a few copies in. That might have been it. I went to Best Buy, and they said their allocations hadn't even come in. Wow, they, and they said that they've been seeing that happen a lot more. Where they will, the like they used to get games like weeks, months in advance of like when it was supposed to come out. Now, half the time they don't even get it for like 
the day the day one launch. Wow. They'll get it like the day after. And I never, I always forget about Best Buy. Yeah. When it comes to well, like and that's game why, stuff. And that's why I thought I was going to be able to find it at Best Buy because yeah. I'm like, everybody forgets about Best Buy. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there's probably going to be some copies there. Not wow. a single one. They didn't even get their allotment. And then GameStop, of course, I asked them because I, and I'm like defeated, like, hey, do you guys happen to have any copies of Resident Evil 4 remake for the PS5? And they're like, yeah, we, we have a lot of them actually. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, well then I'll, I'll, I'll take one. <laughs> So it's like I, I don't know if it's supply chain, but it's like it, it's it seems like it is getting harder and harder to go to stores now to find these games. To be honest, yeah. I'm surprised you found it at GameStop. Well, I feel like why? people people stopped... they've been closing a lot of their stores. Oh no! Well, maybe that's why you found it. Maybe people aren't shopping at GameStop anymore yeah, for the most part. Although I I just saw a headline that they actually like this quarter they actually posted a profit. Yeah, it's like the first time in first, a couple of years. First time in several years that they've actually posted a profit. My God, I yeah. Wonder, I wonder why. I think it's just people just going back and supporting GameStop after the the whole stocks thing and stuff. I, I think people truly don't want to see GameStop fail. So I, I feel really? like more people are supporting it and doing what they can. Yeah, so. no, that could be. But, and I bet you. Hardware sales have been a big part of it, because for a while it was GameStop was one of the few places you were able to get like go in and get an Xbox or a PS5. Oh sure, yeah, that's true. They even have the signs on the door saying like PS5s in stock yeah. here. Because you know? I there for a while I know like Best Buy and stuff. It was really hard to find. Oh them. yeah, very much so. Yeah, oh, you yeah. couldn't go anywhere for them. <clears throat> no, we had to get ours. Like you had to know somebody. You know? Basically. Basically, you got yours through an anti anti uh, scalper. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. He was he was buying them to uh, to uh, make sure bots didn't to, to make sure that the scalpers didn't get them. Yeah. And so he was he was buying them so that he could sell them to the people who wanted them. And he was not marking up anything. He was just like, "Yep, I got five of them." Well, so. I said that's how all three of us got ours, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, so. Same guy. That was wonderful. I, I was very thankful to him for that. Yeah. Because that was such a horrible. Oh horribly yeah. a horrible time and it well it was because you already had the you already had the, the, supply. the supply the supply chain issues and stores were closed and on top of that yeah it's like the bots and stuff had never been out more in full force because everything was online shopping so obviously That's people right. were that trying was, that was height of pandemic but yeah yep. so people were trying to get um we're trying to create bots and stuff so that they could like the second that something goes on sale, they're the bots buying every single yeah. thing of it so that they can then mark it up and sell a five hundred dollar system or no six hundred dollar system for twelve hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars. Like stupid. It's just ugh, just annoys me. Yeah, it annoys me too. I'm glad that's kind of it's died down. Away. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what an interesting little thing. What is it? We never spend this long on a what's current and coming up with us. Or or what are we, yeah, what have we been playing? Yeah. It's amazing how uh, how Paul long actually playing games. I, I, I knew I knew you were gonna I, I knew you were gonna say something about that. It's not DuckTales and it's not Mario RPG. Oh my god. Although, but I will say You did just pick up DuckTales again. On the Wii U East Shop, <laughs> I picked up DuckTales Remastered. Sick. Funniest thing. Funniest thing. I still have it. I have a physical copy on the PlayStation Three, but I'm like, nope. I want, I want the digital <laughs> copy too. Uh, but to my defense, though, that one I think too was, um, it was only two ninety nine. Mm. So I'm like, you know what? You you honestly like th- that's just. It, it's one of those where you truly have to say like you can't afford not to buy it. At yeah. That, at that cost. So with tax, it was like three fifty. Huh. 
Well, I do want to add something. So, I, as, like we said, I've been off for two months. I've been playing a bunch of games. One that came out while I was off that I, I wish had gotten better reviews, more attention, was Forspoken for the PS5. People did not like it for some reason. Didn't that game come out a long time ago on the PlayStation 1? Forspoken? I think you're thinking Forsaken. Oh, yeah. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Forspoken, oh. PS5 came out in January. Uh, I loved it. I mm. think it's a fantastic game. It plays well. It looks great. It's a vast... I spent over 85 hours on it. I have not seen any headlines with that game in it. No. It, it, it really it, just came and went and it flew under the radar. And I don't know why. Like, because wow. it's a fantastic... It plays so well. Who, it's one of those, like... Who put the game out? Square Enix. Square Enix. Oh, Square Enix, Square wow. Enix has been... Really diarrhea dumping games like crazy lately. Yeah, but some of their hand stuff. Like been, yeah, but it's been on point for some of the yeah. games like that. Some have been really good. Yeah. Some not so good. Look at you know, Babylon's Fall and <laughs> was Balan it, uh, Wonderland. I was just about to say it wasn't Balan Wonderland. Yeah, that was I think the they Square were. Enix. I think they were just a publisher. For yeah, them. they only published that one. So, but like this, Forspoken. Like, I, I don't understand why people are hating it. Mm-hmm. I. I think the game is fantastic. It's one of those because I like magic stuff, you know, wizardy kind of things. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best examples of like spell slinging, fast action, like kind of that kind of play. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Control did psychic powers super well. Mm-hmm. Control was a fantastic game when it came out. It still is. Yeah. This one kind of does it in the same way, where like powers and stuff feel. Very well done, very fluid. Nothing feels clunky. Mm-hmm. It's just a fluid experience. I think a lot of people hate the main character, Frey. For some reason, hmm. they say her dialogue shit. Her she's annoying as a character, which yeah, she, she can be, but like she's a bratty twenty-year-old who got thrust into this world that everyone thinks she's the savior and she doesn't want to be. Of course, she's pissy. <laughs> like she grew up in New York. As, as as basically an orphan, uh, like her parents deserted her, and she's pissed. Like it, I can understand it. You know, it's like I don't know. It just it 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 blows my mind the games that people latch on to, and then the ones that they hate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, I don't know. Get forespoken. <laughs> Play it. Ah, uh, the dev's gone now. Ooh. So. The company that made it's gone. I know. That's sad. That's right. I did see that article where yeah, Forspoken. Yeah, that's right. Where Forspoken came out, and it was. I, I guess it was so. Uh, uh, it, it did not it do did not what do they well. did, and Square Enix literally dissolved the studio that produced yeah. it. Like they, they, like, they kept wow. the developers. They put the developers on other teams, so it's not like they lost their jobs. No, but, but they, the company that they were, the Luminous Studios or whatever, yeah, doesn't exist anymore. Yep. If, yeah, yeah, it basically just folded back into Square Enix. Yep. Yeah. Which is sad. Like I said, it's a fantastic game. I, I well, and it makes me sad. And it's because of games like that and experiences like that where people say, like, God, I wish that video game developers would just make something different instead of just rehashing the same stuff over and yeah. over again. The Maddens, the 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 Mario's, the, the Call like, of Duty, the Call of Duty's, like, just do something different. Well, this is exactly the case. Why is because. You have a game that you think is going to be really good that could be the next big thing, and it ends up failing for nobody knows why. I mean, it's, yeah. it really just kind of, uh, it, it just just didn't do well. 
And therefore, a studio dissolves as a result of the game doing bad. So what does that tell the other developers who keep rehashing that same game? It's like, well, okay, we can either take a gamble on something new and hope that it turns out big and lose everything, or we just give another Call of Duty and we know it's guaranteed money. Like, all right, Call of Duty. Or let's remake a game from the PS1. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're in the age of remakes and remasters. Let's take, let's play off nostalgia. Let's just remake it. There's, There's less risk. Yeah, and, and to be quite honest, at this point, because of like what happened with Luminous Studios, like I honestly, I I don't fault them for the rehashes and the remakes. Yeah, like it's it's well, I mean, they're or, really between a rock and a hard place. Or you have other games that literally have the exact same faults as another game. The other game got praised, and the the, the new like Anthem, uh-huh. it literally had the exact same faults that the first Destiny did. Mm-hmm. But Destiny got praised, and Anthem got shit on. Yeah, and Anthem had some of the best flight mechanics of of any game like i don't under like literally destiny had you beat the story and other than pvp there was nothing to fucking do in the Mm, game when it launched yeah i remember watching my friend play anthem once and uh it looked absolutely gorgeous yeah yeah like and then anthem had the same thing you got through the story there really wasn't anything to do but Mm. destiny got praised for being this amazing game breaking you know you know groundbreaking genre defining thing it's like it's not mm-hmm. it's another shooter it's yeah i was gonna say it's just another first person it's another first fucking halo shooter yeah. it's just it it's was. just online yeah. rather than and ooh, okay they added space magic instead of fucking you know the tight like the armor powers and stuff it's like it's not doing anything new mm-hmm. at least like anthem tried something a little bit different yeah yeah anthem was was yeah granted i will say Anthem did have the the the, the buy the, like that that E three issue that a lot of games like look Watch Dogs its original trailer and then watch look at the game that came out it's it's there's quite a graphical downgrade yeah mm-hmm. Anthem did have a bit of that with it so yeah there was a certain expectation of hey this is what the graphics should look like didn't quite get that yeah that sucks but the graphics were still fantastic yeah yeah so, well and it's it's another issue like with Two Human where the story wasn't completed. Yeah. It left on mm. such a cliffhanger that we're never going to get resolution to. Unless someone buys the IP. Yeah. Why would they do that at this point? I would. If I was a developer, I'd buy it and turn it from a multiplayer game into a single player game. Yeah. Or make it make it um, more and more, more online as opposed to MMO. Yeah. Where I could play with you and Paul, but not necessarily have to be online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it that way. Yeah. You know? I, I would be down for that. But yeah, because like the mechanics and stuff there are fantastic. Sure, some of the equipment needs a little bit of work, but what equipment-based game doesn't need work with the equipment? Mm-hmm, Fucking definitely. Diablo two and three are still getting updates for like fixing equipment. So, I mean... Outriders had the same issue. How many yeah. times did you get the same fucking piece of equipment? Yeah. Or just useless fodder equipment? Like, yeah, there's there's always going to be a problems with equipment systems like that. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, was a big issue with that too. The but bajillion guns, only three of them are really viable. <laughs> well, and like I said, I Forspoken was fantastic. I enjoyed it. The story was great. Like I said, I spent eighty-five hours on it. Holy cow! And I I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm-hmm. I, I the game is just play it, people. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it. Play it. Appreciate play it. it. Appreciate it. It's. It really was good. Mm. It makes me sad. Yeah. Speaking of sad, 
Next week is the Midwest Gaming Classic! <laughs> Speaking of sad. <laughs> That's the whole point of this episode. It yeah. is going to be sad because you're going to have to part with money. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we'll see. Last we'll year see. we didn't really spend all that much. No, which is, this, like I said, this is the whole reason for the episode. Was, mm -hmm. was The Midwest Gaming Classic is coming up next weekend as of this recording. Yeah. And I wanted to, to kind of touch base. Mm-hmm. All your base are belong to us. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And just kind of re re kind of visit, reminisce about last year's classic and how bad it was that so, we almost didn't want to go to this year's classic. Yeah. So and and here's here's my my thoughts is I think that there is going to be some I don't think it's going to be completely but there is going to be some course correcting. Think so? The last time, like, when uh, we went to the Midwest Gaming Classic, it was at a time when the bubble was really, like, it, it was huge. Yeah. Things were selling for a hell of a lot more than they should have. Yeah. Everywhere. Online, uh, at, at conventions, um, games that normally were, we'll, we'll just use an arbitrary number, um, that are like a $50 game. For some reason, they were selling consistently at like ninety, a hundred, hundred and ten dollars. So, when we went to the Midwest Gaming Classic, obviously we saw a lot of the prices reflect that bubble of what was happening. Yes. We saw games that were way too expensive, but it's because they were, they were like hundred dollars, hundred and twenty dollars, hundred and thirty dollars when it should have been like say a fifty dollar game. Now thinking back. I shouldn't have faulted them for that because I, and and I was just too blind to see because I think we were in the middle of the bubble so I couldn't actually see it. I I was living through it so it just made it, it, it I I don't know. It it naturally occurred so subtly that I didn't know that that was just a bubble versus that was the actual trend of video games. And so I think that bubble has started to deflate. Yeah. People's money have has, has dried up because of the, like, from the pandemic, obviously, a lot of people were getting these cash infusions. They were getting the stimulus. Um, people were spending the money on things that they loved. People were stuck inside, so they wanted video games that they remembered from their childhood, so they were paying premiums for it because they had all this extra money to spare. Um, and now you're not seeing that anymore. There's right. no more stimulus. You're starting to see the prices of some of the games that used to be $90, $100, $110. are now starting to drop back into that normal price of $60, $70, maybe even lower than that. So I truly do think that this year at the Midwest Gaming Classic, we're going to see a lot more of a course correction. But then again, who knows? I mean, we're, yeah. I, you're still going to see the the convention inflated prices, of which course, ten. Maybe you're you're always going to have to see that. Bucks above. And, and this is one thing that I, I I want to stress to to everybody out there too is that it is a normal thing to see that ten to twenty dollars more than you should be paying, because think about it in terms of they have to fly in, they have to bring all of their stuff, they have to they may have to drive in and pay gas, pay lodging, um, they have to pay the money for that booth to set up that booth so i mean honestly the first however many transactions that they make on that first day that's not like that's not going to their profit that's just paying for them to actually be there in the first place yeah so just try to understand empathize with them that yes that there is a little bit of a markup but that's a normal thing well, and, that... and i and i truly want to if 
with a lot of people, like if, if a game is $20 and you're charging me $30 or $35, chances are I'm going to buy it because I understand like, okay, yep, I, I get it. It's close enough within the proximity of what I'm willing to pay. Yeah. You're not trying to charge $70 for a game that's 30 Right. That's when right. You, you start losing me. Yeah. So. And it, it helped us too that when all this happened last year, you and I actually talked to some people that were there. Yes. We and we talked to like Oli from Coliseum Games mm -hmm. and about like inflated prices and stuff like that. So like all of that actually helped us put it in perspective. Yes. And that was huge. Like yeah. I thank everyone who talked to us about it cuz we were really like we weren't necessarily upset. No, we just wanted to understand. Yeah. Like where this was coming from from the other side of the table, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we wanted to see and there was what that, the reasoning was behind it. Yeah, and and there was the uh, the one seller that we that we talked to, um, where years ago I actually bought uh, Juon the Grudge, uh, the the Wii game for like thirty five dollars, which at the time I think it was like a forty forty five dollar game. So I mean it was it was under the curve. Yeah, and he even said he's like yeah at like in previous uh, Midwest Gaming Classics people were underneath the curve because they were trying to like undercut other sellers. So it's like, hey, buy it here instead of over there. And so it was kind of working to the buyer's advantage to uh, with the way that they were pricing. And so they realized that a lot of these sellers were undercutting where they should have, uh, where they should have sold. So they tried to overcompensate in like the next year or two of charging more than they should have charged. But it, it just... It left such a sour taste in our mouth at the time, but I just wish we would have known that. Yeah, that was kind of one of the the main reasons and the draws behind it. So yeah, it would have definitely have put it into perspective, and we would have empathized with it a little yeah. bit more than we did. Well, I'm sure that like the rapid growth of the Midwest Gaming Classic pushed that too. That's true. I mean, it, it, it was pretty small. What? God, we've been going yeah, for a long time since now. 2012, I think. Yeah. Like it used to be pretty small. Yes, it did, and, and then, uh, yeah, now it's 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 much bigger. Um, although it's it didn't help too that last year was the first year to try to course correct for them not being able to have the convention in 2020. Yeah, they did it in the spring. And they also had one in fall, winter. That's right. Yeah, because we went to the West Gaming Classic in November, in November or something like that yep. in 2021. Because it was, yeah. So they were really trying to, um, I, I guess they were trying to make up the money that they would have gotten in 2020 for their spring one. I don't even think 2020, was it 2021 that they held it in spring? Or? Mm, I don't know. I don't, I Maybe? I, uh, no, I don't the, think all so. The years, all the years are just... Are, are... I don't think so. I think we went... It was so in, in November 20... in 2021, and then it was spring in 2022. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. It was so yeah. close together. I remember... We, yeah. I, I think we even made a joke. I was like, weren't we just here? Yeah. Like, it, it, it literally felt like we were just there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's... Uh, and... I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think so. And this is... I mean, just like last year... Um, I, I feel like the stress is less than it has been in, in past years because obviously I'm not looking for any games in particular to like finish That's a collection. True. I'm not looking for really terribly high dollar games. So now I'm just looking for like good games, games that I may have, have 
missed at some point that I want to to have uh, for random systems like Wii yeah. or the 3DS. Um, because have we announced that you finished the Game Boy Collection uh, on the channel? I, actually, I don't think we officially did. No, Paul, Paul actually finished the entire original Game Boy. I did run. I did. Um, it was actually February of 2022 is yeah. when I actually collected the last of the games that I needed. Um, it was actually down to just two. Nah. Man, believe it or not, it was FIFA 96 and FIFA 97. Wow. You <laughs> or, always or 95, end, 96. You always end up with I, the most anticlimactic games. But you know what, with. though? But that's because that's why, like, there's, <laughs> something, there's something about me that that's, I would rather. Paul looks going out on the downer. I, I know, do, right? I do. It's, <laughs> I do. It's, I would rather in a hundred times out of a hundred, I would rather go down trying to get a game like Bases Loaded one as my last Nintendo game than to say like, yep, the only one I'm missing now is Little Samson. Yeah, because it's like it's expensive, and yes, I know I'm I'm at the point of no return, but still, it's like. All right, Lil' Samson, I'm not going to find at a mom-and-pop store when right. I walk into any store. Base is loaded. Like, I could find this anywhere because everybody has it. Right. And so with with uh, a lot of the Game Boy games that I was missing, like, I know one of the more expensive ones that I was missing, um, like, in my last five was, like, Toxic Crusaders. Mm. You don't find that game anywhere. And no. when you do, people were, like, I, I think probably if it was at the Midwest Gaming Classic, if I was looking for it, you'd it'd probably be there for about 500 or $600. Holy shit. And it was, at the time, it was like a $400 game. But I mean... On the Game Boy? On the Game Boy. Holy frick. Yeah. But then again, that's when we saw, like, Shaq-Fu on the Game Boy. Shaq-Fu! It's an eighty dollar. It was an eighty dollar game at the time, and the person had it in their in their glass case for three hundred dollars. Oh, so I'm like, that's not the kind of game that I want to go to to like right. a convention and say like, okay, this is going to be my last game when I know that I'm already going to be paying an yeah. inflated price for it. Like, nope, I want it to be as anticlimactic as it possibly can be because I know that it, it makes will, sense. Because then. They're not going to mark up bases loaded. Why no. the hell would they do that? They're trying to get rid of it any way that they can because nobody wants that game. <laughs> They're using them as coasters behind the table. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. But, uh, so, yes, so that is my mindset behind why I always like it where it's not it's not a rare game or it's not an expensive game as my last one. It's, yeah. not, it's not for the fact that I don't want to be anti-climatic, but it's just that I, I want no strings attached when I go to try to finish the collection. Yeah. Unless it's Eliminator Boat Duel for the NES, which was That the last one game. was just, that was a... <laughs> a dumb choice on your part. That was a kick in the in the head, is, yeah. is what that was. We, we originally wanted to do a video at the Classic when Paul completed the collection at the start of Power. This must have been 2014. 2013. Uh, 2014. 2013. 2014. I, I, yes, I yes. finished it in 2014. Because we were going to be like, oh, Eliminator Boat Duel. Easy peasy. We'll find it at the Classic. I needed, no problem. I needed two games. I, I think one was... It, it was Toki? It might have been. I think it was Toki. And then the and then the, the last game was Eliminator Boat Duel. I ended up finding Toki at the Midwest Gaming Classic. And I'm like, okay, Eliminator Boat Duel. Not a hard game to find. Somebody's got to have this game there. We walked through <laughs> that damn place two or three times. Not a single Not Eliminator a... Boat Duel. 
Yeah, that was sad. We ended up having to go to what? New Wave. We went to New Wave and Racine, yeah. yeah. And they, they had it there, and I'm like, yep, there it was. And I think I, I bought the, uh, I think I got it for either 10 or 15 bucks. Sad. And it's just like, yeah. So that was just, that was unfortunate, because that was truly supposed to be an easy game that could have been found anywhere. And, <laughs> but then again, that wasn't the last time that I wanted to find a super easy-to-find game at the Midwest Gaming Classic that I couldn't find. That's true. Enter Donkey Kong Country Tropical Breeze for the <laughs> Wii U. <laughs> or what was, what was the other was one? Paul, no. We put out the feelers and tell people PS, to hide that. PS1. Time. It was Nightmare Creatures. Nightmare Creatures, yeah, that one too. Found three copies of Nightmare Creatures 2 for some reason. That one was much <laughs> rarer than the first one, but uh, Nightmare Creatures 1, anybody? Nope, not a single copy. That's the saddest <laughs> part, is like, I feel like that's that's the way the classic's going, though. Yeah. It's like, you bring out your top shelf shit, because that's yeah. what people are going to pay for. Your Rule of Roses, your oh, Haunting Grounds, your Panzer Dragoon Sagas, yep. Little Samsons, yep. which I have no doubt we're going to see it in droves. I can't wait to see that box copy of Bonk's Adventure for the one that's been there forty two hundred dollars. Maybe it'll be forty two hundred dollars. Forty two hundred dollars. That's my bid. <laughs> that's my bid for this. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna go because I, I do 4, think. Forty two hundred one, Bob. No. <laughs> you fuck. I think that there is gonna be some course corrections, so I am gonna go ahead and say thirty eight hundred. You son of a bitch. Yep. One dollar, Bob. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that always cracks me up. But no, I'm I, I'm willing to bet you're right that prices will be where they're, they're supposed to be because I'm they're noticing gonna be, they're going to be closer to where they should yes. be. I don't think that they're necessarily going to be where they used to be pre-pandemic no. level, but I think we're getting to that course correction where we're going to start seeing a lot of prices go down yeah. from where they were. Because I know around last year's classic, like Panzer Dragoon Saga, I want to say was hovering around the twelve hundred dollar mark. Mm -hmm. Now I'm sure we'll see it for maybe eleven. Maybe. Maybe a little less, because I think it trends right now at 1050. That game, I swear to God, that it uh, literally stays at that line. <laughs> same with Magic Knight Ray Earth. Yeah. I think that's down to 850 now. Holy complete. Cow. Like, and that you that was uh, over a thousand, I think, for, yes, a, it was. Couple, for, a, yeah. for a little while. And for then a couple months down. it was, like, yeah. That mm -hmm. one just blows my... Actually, one I want to... It always baffles me is um popful mail for the sega cd oh that yeah. game always sits at like a steady 500 hmm. let's see 660 all right so huh. that one's actually gone up a little bit but like there are so many where yeah. they, they just they refuse to move they do the rule of rose is mm -hmm. one it's it's usually about 600 i think now Kuan's been slowly trending up too because that used to be around the 700 mark and now it's i think it's just about hovering at 800 is it really? So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but are, is there anything in particular that you're looking for at the Classic? Um, I think I'm going to go... I'm going to look for the Echo Knight games. The oh, one on sure. PS1 and PS2. Oh, Echo sure, Knight sure. Beyond for PS2. Yep. Um, I, they're survival horror, if I remember right. They are. Yeah. yeah. So I think I might look for Echo Knight and Echo Knight Beyond. Oh, you're, you're even looking for the PS1 yeah. copy, huh? Yeah, and I know that one's not... Man, did I luck out on that one though? How I much? How much does that go for? Uh, I'll look it up. Um, I I ended up finding that at the Midwest Gaming Classic in twenty, yeah, either it was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, and it was the like actually I think it was the first table we went to. I think and so. Because I, I some I, I was looking for it mm -hmm. and I was like, how the hell did I find this game? Like literally at the first table, uh, it was forty dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sold. Because <laughs> I think our friend Tim told us about Echo Knight. 
and Echo Knight Beyond being survival horror, and he's like, yeah, these are really good. You guys should definitely look for those. Yeah, uh, complete 180. Okay, that's not as so bad it's, as I it's, So it's around the same price as yeah. Echo Knight Beyond. Yeah, Echo yeah. Knight Beyond, I think, is about the same price. It's, uh, yeah, just about 195 Yeah, so, so all right, I can I can mm-hmm. live with those. That, I'm looking for those. Um, strategy guides, as usual. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Um, but other than that, to be quite perfectly honest... Not a whole lot. No. I, I'm at a point in our in my collection where it's like I have most of the things I'm looking for. <laughs> What's your problem? I don't know if you if you caught it. But he said, I'm at the point in our collect oh. and then he and then he corrected himself. He course corrected and said my collection. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is true, everybody. <laughs> Paul and I are a couple. <laughs> I've moved in. Kevin, finally. Kevin's our child. He's finally, yes. <laughs> well, then I'm filing child abuse things. You don't feed me enough. We've adopted him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Um, I, well, I was going to say our collecting, like, yeah, no, journey. In our, in our like, collecting yeah, journey, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm at that point where it's like, I kind of have everything I was looking for, for the most part. Anything else that comes up now is just gravy. Yeah, no, and that's, and that's exactly where I'm at, too, where there's nothing, like... I'm looking at like what I'm I'm looking for, and there's nothing that's like upper echelon. I think honestly, one of the most expensive things I would be looking for, depending on on yeah, and it's not even really that expensive, but I would love to get layers of fear mm, um, okay. on yeah. any system. But I mean, I think I've got PS4 in mind, but um, complete it's it's 112. Okay. But I mean, there's there's nothing that is like, and I'm I'm looking for something like. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Leader on the GameCube. Because I remember the first time I ever played the GameCube was Star Wars Rogue Leader, and I just remember the the flight through like the Death Star, and I'm just remember thinking to myself, like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm just like Why don't I'm, you look for something that's fun like Shadows of the Empire? I already have Shadows of the oh, Empire. Oh well then never mind. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. And so so I'm like I I feel like I'm actually going after more like nostalgia now. Yeah. I'm not yeah. actually going after like rare stuff. It's just like stupid piddly stuff that, that I just um Yeah. Like uh <laughs> We'll see if I can finally find Mr. Bean's wacky, wacky world. <laughs> why? Why? Because why? it's Mr. Bean. You're such an idiot. I love Mr. Bean. Keep it clean. Don't flick that bean. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I Wiley mean, Wars, I actually yeah. wouldn't mind if I can find a physical copy of. But yeah, I truly don't think that there's anything that I am looking for that is over like $120. Actually. It's not like we're looking for, for, like, for a top shelf I'm game. I'm not anymore. looking for a top shelf game. Yeah. So it's like I'm actually like I'm I'm looking forward to it in the sense that I am literally going there with I I don't know if this makes sense, but it's like I'm going there with expectations but without expectations. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I can just look around and see like, "Oh, what catches my fancy?" Yes, I have my expectations, my list that I'm going off of, but it's like, "Huh, what looks good?" It's like, oh, hey, well, this, this $18 game. I would game, phrase like it I'm, more as a hopeful versus expectation. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. If you see of, something, cool. If not, eh. Yeah, I'm hopeful, not reliant. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to it from that, that perspective. Yeah, because it's even like, because I know last year after the Classic, I was still looking for, like, Blue Stinger, D2, mm-hmm. yeah. like, a bunch of the Dreamcast games. Oh, that's right, and you were also looking at the time for... Um, Hillbleed. Hillbleed. Yeah, which, which luckily, thanks to Coliseum Games and yeah. Kenosha, I ended up getting a very good amount of games yeah. that he ended up having, which was 
phenomenal. I think he still mm. has a whole bunch that I wouldn't mind looking at. Um, Klonoa being one of them. That's a very expensive game. I think that's it's like three hundred stuff. Klonoa for yeah, the PS One. So. I think it went up. I thought it was. Yeah, what is it? Return to Phantom Isle or Door to Phantom Isle? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, three fifty. I thought it was more than that. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, am I am I misremembering something? <laughs> I thought it was much higher. Oh, it was much higher at one point. Probably, but it was again, almost six hundred dollars. Ex- exactly, and now October twenty twenty one. Uh huh. Yeah. And six sixty two. And now everything is starting to bottom out. The the balloon oh. is is deflating. There so. it is. After the classic, yeah. When we went uh, to Coliseum. Mm-hmm. He did have a Klonoa there, and it was about five seventy. At that time, it was trending five fifty-five. Uh, so sure. there you go. That yeah. game's taking a huge hit. Yep. So yeah, I, yeah. The like balloons, you said. the balloons deflating. So Jesus. oh boy, the balloon is deflating, <laughs> and so I think we're gonna see a lot of just course correction. Yeah, we're gonna see a lot of of prices that are now more in our range and what we would expect to see, it's even even including the the convention markups it's going to be closer to what we're expecting yeah i think so too well maybe you'll get a clock tower too no (laughs) why not i'm telling you right now even if i see that game for a hundred dollars i'm not buying it i have the guide we're gonna play it on the channel at some point i really doesn't like you know doesn't like clock tower too you know it's funny because I think, given the, ch- really the chance, if it was for an affordable price, I probably would still buy it. Of course you would. But I, I do. I absolutely despise that game. It's not great. I hate it. Did you ever play 3? Clock Tower 3? No. Oh, no. I have that one. I know you do. I think I have the guide for it, too. You've got 2 and 3. You don't. I don't yeah, think you have I 1. I don't own 1. And I've, and I've got 1. So we're, we're literally the yin and the yang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think after the classic, I ended up getting a whole bunch of... Survival. I, I ended up getting Clock Tower three, with the guide. Mm-hmm. I got. Well, actually, I think I got the guide at the classic. Um. Yeah, I ended up getting a whole bunch of guides for a lot of really obscure games. Yeah, last I, year. And I think I'm just looking like again, as in previous years, I'm looking for like instruction booklets too, just so that I can take some of my my games that are boxed and just try to complete them. Try to, oh yeah, because yeah. that jumps the price. Oh, sometimes drastically. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what comes up. I'm I'm like you said, hopeful. Yeah. But not mm-hmm. not well, I don't optimistic, think, I guess. I don't think too. this year I can really be disappointed because I'm I'm not going in with like like I really hope I find X game. Right. Like I, right. I, I don't care what I find. Like I I'm sure I'm gonna find something. Yeah. And I've always been kind of the weird one where it's like I like finding those like odds and ends and the knickknacks and the like mm-hmm. like the Nintendo chair that we that, oh, yeah. that I ended up finding at at uh, New Wave and I was like you made fun of me because I was so damn excited about it and I'm like this is such an oddball thing like who the hell has this or the little Nintendo cart or the, the Nintendo cart yeah because it ended up being perfect for the the Nintendo Lego set it <laughs> literally looks like it was in a kid's room. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's what it was designed for. It still is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you expect to see Wada there? <laughs> oh, man. To be quite honest, I probably... And, and the whole nobody going to their booth? Yeah. Wasn't there a big thing with them not long ago, too? Oh, yeah. Wada again? Yeah. 
Yeah, they're still they're being. Uh, uh, I think there's there's a case building against them from the uh, the SEC, oh. the Securities Exchange Commission, for uh, what is it? Artificial market manipulation. Oh. Fucking Crispin Freeman. No, who who owns what? Crispin Freeman. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Dennis Kahn. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> two Chris, totally Crispin. Yeah. Crispin Glover. <laughs> two totally different people. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I, it's I yeah it's the I think the whole thing with like grading games and stuff like that it's that's that's past too. Think so? That, that, I, that's I, all I, there? I truly do. Uh, well, I think it'll be a niche thing for select. It's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a niche thing for for yeah for probably like niche titles. But yeah, seeing like just random games yeah that are I don't uh, think that'll be a thing. Th- no, absolutely not. You'll see it for like the Super Mario Brother threes. The Legend it'll be the Zelda, sealed copies, even, the rare games, even stuff like that. Like I mean, maybe the iconic games like that. But I mean, you may see it for like the copies that are still out there of like. Panic Restaurant and mm. Little Samsons and uh, probably the the Kuans and the Rule of Roses that are still sealed if if there are some left. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I mean, the random game like Willow, you, you no. won't you won't see that. No. Um, even just the the cost. Somebody. Uh, oh, I think I was talking to you about that, where somebody said like in twenty twenty one, there was a sealed copy of Destination Earth. Oh, Destination Earth Star. Or Earth Star. Yeah. For the NES sealed, that was like WADA graded, and it sold for like thirty thousand dollars in like nine nine six or nine eight or whatever it was. Yeah. And like the last sale of it was in uh it's like just like six months ago and it sold for like eight hundred dollars. Goop. It's like wow and lost on that game. Oh, camel. you certainly did. Wow. <laughs> it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I Yeah. So I, I, just, I agree with you. I just don't think anything can sustain itself like that. And and it's the the market has definitely course corrected. Hopefully the I like that phrase today. I, I realized that as I, as you I said, said it. Like I need six to times. stop. I'm going to stop saying it now. No, no just I'm going to stop time. saying it. Course correct. Nope. These nuts. But <laughs> throwback. But I do think that the speculators that entered the market trying to yeah. do what they could in order to milk money, out milk of it. money out of it. I think they're they realize that they can't. It can't yeah. sustain itself. So well, they also didn't realize they were going to come up against a community like this one either. That could be it, too. Because yeah. in the coin market and stuff like that, the people collecting coins, for the most part, are older gentlemen that, you know, they're not... Yeah, like, they're not exactly that they'll just lively. Tell, they'll just tell you no and then walk away. They're not on Twitter. Just, yeah. My grandpa's not going on Twitter yeah. and trolling yeah, the he's uh, coin not, market. He's just going to look at you, see your price, and say, no, you're stupid, and walk away, and that's yeah. the end of it. Whereas, like, with games... Uh-uh, they're going to go on and make fucking ten videos about you, and it's going to go spread Look at this fuck! Yeah. And I just, well, I just love the one video where the guy is talking about, like, oh, he's he's a long-time collector, and he, he enjoys video games, and it's, he was, like, on record in one video saying, like, in 2019, I didn't even know collecting video games was even a thing. Oh, yeah. bullshit! It's like, it's like what, a, what, what, what a great market that just has unbelievable potential. 
It's like okay, and you're a collector like of video games, and you didn't One even know year that there was a long time, and you didn't even know that there was a market for it until 2019. Like, come on, <laughs> there was kind of a market for it back when we started going to the classic at like 2012. 2012, but I mean, there was a market when people like Chris Vanderhoff were going to the Midwest Gaming Classic when uh, in in 2006, 2007 yeah. when it first started. So yeah. I mean, it's yeah. There is, yeah, it's, it's just, it's so funny to see that stuff. I, I truly, I don't think that Watt is going to be there, but who knows? Oh, at least maybe, the, maybe they'll they be will. there, but they won't have an entire corner. Hopefully they won't have an end cap, yeah, yeah. corner. Uh, a whole three booths worth. Yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So a, a three, uh, You could tell where they were, too, because there was just a dead spot. I don't oh, think yeah. there was anybody at their case. Nobody was there. What a joke. Yeah. That'd be like Bill, Billy Mitchell having a fucking booth there. Well, he did go to the one, the the one oh God, he did go video to the one game classic. Yeah. yeah, that was the start of his uh, Road to Redemption tour. <laughs> I, oh, that's right, and I think we got that on on uh, in our did. video too. Is, yeah. that, is that is that Billy Mitchell? He even is. had the iconic tie. Yeah, and, everything. and that was one thing too that I wasn't expecting. Billy Mitchell, he's tall. He's taller than I expected. Big motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Nine ninety percent of that's hair. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's he's got incredible. Like it looks fake, but it's no one hundred percent real. What a fucking name. Yeah. The plugs. They're plugs. Whatever they are, they, it's 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 insane. His hair. Yeah. So that's it for us. I think. Yeah. Uh, unless you guys have anything else to add or talk about or. Nope. Succinct and to the point. Course correction. Course correction. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll do it for this 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 powercast. Um, obviously, we'll post our findings of the classic, as we have done before in the past. Uh, yeah. Yep. I, I don't. Have we missed a year at all? I think maybe we have. There's maybe a couple years where we didn't do it, but oh, maybe we'll do it yeah. this year. We'll we'll walk around, record some stuff, and we'll post our our findings and shoppings and everything like we normally do. There we go. See if we're disappointed. See if we come away as kings. I truly don't think we're going to be disappointed. I think it's it just going to so be weird. yeah. I think it's just going to be like either it was be a lot more chill. Either it was good or it was meh, but not disappointed though. We're gonna do what the kids said. We're gonna classic and chill. We're gonna no, no. Net, Netflix and chill. <laughs> yes, but oh, that, classic and chill. I we're, see. We're gonna classic and chill, but maybe minus the connotation. <laughs> this is what happens when this old is, people try to be hip and cool. Uh, it doesn't turn out well. Listen for, now, for all parties involved. <laughs> in my day, you know, actually, it's funny. I just you know what? A, Shut up, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> I had a conversation at work about the good old days. And how? Because we were talking about cell phones. Mm-hmm. You, what was your first cell phone? Was it? Well, you didn't get a cell phone for quite some time. No, it was a long time. I had the old, it, it old one that oh. had like snake on it. Yeah, no, I had a Nokia. I had a Nokia yeah. track phone. Same. And I, Same. yeah, and I, I, uh, it had, yeah, it had the snake on it. Um, the only calls I could make was when I had a prepaid like sixty minute yep. uh, phone yep. card. And every time you sent a text, it said you've used twelve cents of your sixty dollars. The great thing though is that the sixty minute card. If you bought the sixty minute card, it would give you an ex- uh, an additional thirty minutes for free. So yeah. you were basically paying. Uh, it was thirty dollars for ninety minutes. <laughs> Those were the good old days, man. man. Where you had to hit the five key to even get to the letter you wanted. Oh my god! And God, did did we get I, proficient thank, at sending texts? Thank God, I did not. I I was never didn't big have at that? sending texts. No, no oh, didn't, not for I the didn't five text key. On my first phone very much. Oh my not god! Not for the five key. I got him a ride that cheap. I had I had a small one. It was about that big, mm-hmm. gray. And the second I got my girlfriend or a girlfriend. Boy, that time went out the window. You updated. Because yeah. I ended up getting the phone with a contract. That's yeah, when I went yep. to 
uh, it was singular at the time before they turned into AT&T. Oh my god, I completely yeah. forgot about Singular. Yep, I had Singular and... Wasn't it singu- Singular 1? I think it was just Singular. Oh, it could have been. It could have been. But yeah. I remember the lady was like, well, what do you want your phone number to be? I was like, well, can you can it be Pope? Because that was my nickname is yeah. Pope. You know, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have Pope. Nope, that's taken. She was like, what about curse words? How does shit or fuck sound? I'm what like, what about curse words? All right. And I think, yeah, my, my phone number, even to this day, is, is, is 914 shit. 914. Well, thanks for giving away my phone number on. That's got to be cut now. I'm going to leave it. Let's see no, if it's I get. Not. Yeah, they, they nobody listens to us anyway. They need the area code. They don't know what the area code is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Well, they know we live in Kenosha. Oh, fuck. There's a lot of different. <laughs> They're not going to call you. Shut up. Let's see if anybody even listens. <laughs> Guys, if you listen to us, send me a text. <laughs> Say, hey, I heard you on the PTG Powercast. You're an idiot. My right. phone number is... Well, let's see if you can put it together. Let's see how well people's deductive reasoning is. Yeah. Nobody likes Actually, us maybe, maybe people don't even know how that works anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, do they even know numbers correlating to letters on phones? Maybe not. Oh, my God. Doesn't don't you guys have... Oh, doesn't anybody have a phone? <laughs> doesn't anybody have a phone? <laughs> You brought full circle. So let's see if I just start getting random texts from people. If if you're one of the randos, send me a text that says, "Hey, I saw, I heard you on the PTG podcast," and I'll re- I'll reply. Thumbs up. Maybe we'll send you a gift card. No. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be down for that. That's funny. Be down to down to down clown, to clown like Charlie Brown, like Charlie Brown, which means we're down on like Donkey Kong. DTF no. down down to, down to flown. That's not what down to mean. flounder. Down to flounder. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is a PTG podcast. It's not right. we iTunes, do. Stitcher, and Spotify. That's right. Or yeah, you can that's find it. us. That's it. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. That's it. You go to powertripgaming.tv. Takes you directly to the YouTube channel. I yeah. tried to snap and it didn't work because yes. my hands are dry. Yes, Fuck and you it. can and you could watch all of our Midwest Gaming Classic videos. Um, That's right. Videos where we go hunting for video games, and you can watch our playthroughs of games from the NES to the, the SNES to the Genesis, 5. the PlayStation, the PS5. Yeah, oh my God! So many, so many systems. And if you don't feel like contacting us on social media, there's always nespowertrip at gmail.com. Yep, we will. Get back to you there. All righty. So there you guys go. That's another PTG Powercast in the bank. It is great to be back. It is. You've been listening with power. With power. Oh, so much power. D to P. (laughs) DTP. Down to power. Down to power. Down to power. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Thank you. DTP. DTP. I kind of like that. Yeah, nice. We're down to power. Kevin, shut the fuck up. I see that look in your eye. PTG DTP. Yeah, PTG DTP DTF. You know what? I'm going to course correction this right off a cliff. I see what you did there. You brought a full circle. Oh, my God. 360, and that's a 720, baby. Oh, man. This is a regular Tony Hawk. We thought that's what they were going to do with the Xbox. They were going to go Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox 720. Oh, my God. And then 1445. Oh, my God.